I'm Sam Carter. And I'm Dean Lowry. This is Carter and Lowry. Let's get started. Welcome back to Carter and Lowry, episode number 19. Seems like we just started a couple weeks ago, but we're here now. And uh, before we get into college basketball, we do have to talk about probably the biggest news in sports this week, the Tiger Woods crash. Sam, just give me your first thoughts slash reactions on this. Well, it's really sad and unfortunate to see such a great athlete like him who's had – Issues like this in his past that have almost taken him out of the sport. So it's just really sad to see him go through this again. Yeah, I got to agree with you. But, um, you know, maybe he was asleep at the wheel. Obviously, investigations are still going on as we speak. But um, a lot of unknowns to be determined. Um, But you really just feel for the guy and his family and uh, hope one day he can still uh, compete again, um, but in uh, some other news, JJ Watt signs with the Cardinals. Sam, how do you feel about the signing? Well, it makes me sad because, of course, they were former teammates of Deshaun Watson. Him, uh, JJ Watt, and um, DeAndre right, Hopkins. It's just sad to see them get together again, and then. They leave Deshaun Watson in the dust, still in Houston. Yeah, um, but I think it was the right move. You know, he was not happy with the organization, and he had to get out. And uh, I think the Cardinals was a good team for him to pick. And their defense is definitely going to be tough next year. Um, but we'll see if they add any other pieces um, in the coming weeks. Uh, but the Tar Heels uh, played t- three times, actually, since we last spoke. They went one and two. But uh, – you know, losing to Marquette and Syracuse, both those games were kind of, you know, just kind of dry uh, from the field. But the Florida State, the comeback win against number 11, Florida State, 78-70. Walker Kessler with 20 points, eight rebounds. Uh, definitely the best game of his career. Roy Williams also getting his 900th win. And the Tarot's coming back from 16 down at one point in the first half. So a great win. Um, but there is a little bit of work to do. Uh, the Tarot's are currently projected to be a nine seed. So Sam, are the Tar Heels in, or they still have a little bit of work left to get into the NCAA tournament? I think right now they're in, but I think they should still push for a higher seed. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, you know, I think that even if you know they lost to Duke and they lost in their first game of the NCAA tournament, they would probably get in as an 11 seed. Um, but that's a very tough path, and you know, maybe getting later in the NCAA in the ACC tournament could boost them up to a six seed, which is just a huge difference. Um, but uh, Sam, why don't you tell us about uh, some notable ACC games this week? So some other ACC games this week, we saw Georgia Tech upset number 16, Virginia Tech 69 to 53 on Tuesday. Then later we saw NC State, take down number 15, Virginia, 68-61 to 61 on Wednesday. <clears throat> then Louisville gets a big overtime win against Duke, 
80 to 73 on Saturday. And some ranked teams in the ACC, uh, Florida State clocks in at 11. Uh, Virginia, I believe, clocks in at 21. And uh, Virginia Tech clocks in at 16. So um, a lot of uh, moving parts uh, in the ACC this week. But as you uh, may know, uh, Louisville is currently holding the four seed. Um, Clemson's in there. I think UNC still has a chance to get that four seed. So of those three teams, you know, they got one or two games left. Sam, obviously, you know, I think Florida State, Virginia, Virginia Tech are the top three uh, for the ACC tournament. Who do you see getting that four seed uh, for the ACC tournament? I'm going to have to go with Louisville just because they seem to be on a hot streak after that uh, win in overtime against Duke, and I think they've got a little bit of fire. Yeah, um, I'm actually going to go in a different direction. I think that uh, Syracuse has a great chance to pull it off. Uh, They are a little bit farther back in the hunt, but they do have uh, two games uh, against Pitt and Clemson at home, and they've been unstoppable in the Carrier Dome. So then they could pull it out. Um, they really and they're playing with a lot of passion. Obviously, came out with a close win against the Heels last night. So I mean, they're playing with a lot of passion. They got a lot to play for. Uh, but we'll see how the things shake out. And this will be the last week of the uh, ACC regular season. And uh, UNC, obviously, in typical fashion, will play Duke on Saturday. That game is on ESPN. Sam, before we end this segment, who is your pick? for the UNC Duke game uh, this Saturday? I got to go with my heels. I have to just because it is at the Dean Dome and it just seems like the most likely option. I'm going to actually – I will agree with you, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. Uh, Duke has got a lot to play for. They're playing a lot better without Jalen Johnson. And uh, the Tar Heels have kind of been up and down, you know. Are we going to see the team that played against Marquette? Are we going to see the team that played against Florida State in that second half? Um, you know, it feels like there's two sides of a coin with this team. Uh, but hopefully they can straighten things out before the ACC tournament, uh, which will be next week. It's always an exciting week. Uh, but that is going to do it for our college basketball segment. Coming up next, we're going to bring back Mixed Bag. All right, welcome back to Carter and Larry. Mixed Bag is back again. And uh, if you didn't know, me and Sam are both student athletes. I play golf. He plays lacrosse. And so, Sam, before we get started, just tell uh, our listeners uh, how you got into lacrosse. I got into lacrosse when I uh, last year when I was a freshman. I just had a bunch of friends who were playing, and I decided I'd give it a shot, and I've played ever since, and I love it. Yeah, I've played golf pretty much my whole life. Uh, my dad and my grandfather were both golfers, and they kind of got me into it, and I've uh, loved it ever since. Uh, but it's a unique sport, and so is lacrosse. Uh, so today we're going to be trying to guess some terms uh, from each other's sports, and we'll try our best, but I know we're probably going to be terrible. And so, uh, Sam, let's go ahead and get started. I'll start with my first one. Here you go. Um, what is a flop shot? A flop shot is when you hit the ball way off mark and the ball just kind of dies on the ground. That is incorrect. So a flop shot is when you're around the green and you got to go over a hill or something and you don't have a lot of green between you uh, and a flag stick. So you got to get it really high in the air very quickly uh, in order to um, you know, land it on the green so it doesn't roll off. 
So, Sam, why don't you give me your first term? What do you think a slash is? I'm going to say a slash is when you, like, just hit somebody with your lacrosse stick. Yeah, that is correct. It's a penalty. All right. Uh, Next up, this one is going to be tough for you. Uh, What is a lie? I think a lie is, based on how it's spelled, I think it's when you hit a ball one way, but it deceives you and goes another way. That is incorrect. A lie refers to, like, the state of your ball on the ground. So you could say, oh, my lie is terrible because I guess the lie is basically, to describe it the best way, like the state your ball is in. So a bad lie is like if you're sitting really far down in the rough and, you know, it's tough to get it out. I guess it's just like kind of where your ball is. And so, Sam, give me your next term. What do you think the LSM is? The LSM is the... Uh, I'm going to go with like a really obscure rule that's kind of like offsides. No, an LSM is the position of a long stick midfielder. <laughs> so you're essentially playing the midfield position, but with a, a long pole. Okay. Um, Sam, what do you think a slider is? A slider is when the ball lands somewhere and rolls in a way that you don't want it to. Now, that was close. A slider is a slippery putt that breaks away from you. So, let's say you have a six-foot putt. It's down the hill, and for right-handers, it would break to the right, and they're very hard to make. And, um, you know, if pros miss short ones, you know, it's normally uh, called a slider. So, Sam, give me your next uh, term. What do you think a yard sale is? Well, you know, I think this is going to be a tough one just because, you know, a yard sale is an actual thing. But I know it's not, you know, you're just selling your lacrosse equipment. So I'm going to say a yard sale is when, like, a Hail Mary kind of play, like, go for broke. Like, we're putting the goalie on offense, like, just all offense. Yeah. No. Unfortunately, that is not correct. A yard sale is just like in uh, skiing when your gear is spread across the field or your stick. You don't have your stick, so that is what a uh, yard sale is. All right, Sam, what do you think a punch is? Um, I think a punch is a, is a great shot. When you hit the ball square right where you want it to. Uh, no, a punch is when you have to go underneath. It might be a tree um, or bushes or whatever, and you got to go underneath them. So you put the ball in the back of your stance and try to hit it as low as possible. All right, Sam, give me your next term. What do you think the slide is? A slide is when... It's like in uh, soccer when you slide. I don't even know what the purpose would be, but I guess like you slide into one like just to cleat them. No, that would be illegal. But okay. the slide is on defense when somebody dodges and they 
get around you, then somebody has to have you for backup so they don't get just an easy shot. All right. And um, our final term, what do you think an albatross is? I think that an albatross, just because I know what a birdie is and I know what an eagle is and an albatross is also a bird, I'm going to have to say that's a hole-in-one. That is very close. You, you have the right uh, mentality. An albatross is when you get three under on one hole. So let's say you make a two on a par five or a one on a par four. Extremely rare. Uh, but that's going to do it for a little term guessing game. And to end off the segment, Sam, why don't you tell me your uh, favorite lacrosse memory? Um, my favorite lacrosse memory is probably last year, my very last game of the season. Uh, Dean, actually, and my church small group came to see my game, and they made a sign for me. And that just really made me and my team feel appreciated. Yeah, it was uh, the last uh, sporting event I saw in person. It was a grand whooping by my high school, of Sam's high school. Uh, But nonetheless, uh, that was a great uh, moment. Um, But I'd say in golf, it's really just uh, individual moments. Um, You know, it's a very, I guess, calm sport. You know, it's really all about, uh, you know, staying poised and uh, things like that. Um, But... Just uh, just the feeling of driving to the course at 7 in the morning and just uh, teeing off with no worries in the world. But that is going to do it for Mixed Bag. We may be back um, in a, about a month. It's going to be a while, considering we got to cover a lot uh, with the ACC and the NCAA tournament. Uh, but coming up next, we're going to break down the miracle after midnight. All right, welcome back to Carter and Lowry, um, our NBA segment again. The Hornets this week went 2-3 and three and are 16-18 overall and are 8th in the Eastern Conference. They beat the Suns and the Kings this week. They lost the Jazz, the Warriors, and the, Tim- and the Trailblazers. And next week they will play the Timberwolves. Now that we've got that out of the way, let's talk about the game of the week. Um, that's now being dubbed the Miracle After Midnight. So if you didn't know, on Sunday um, the, the Hornets played the Kings and I didn't get to watch that game because you know it came on at 10.30. Um, but... Uh, the Hornets were down eight points with about a minute and 12 seconds left. We were totally dead in the water. But Malik Monk hit a three. P.J. Washington hit a couple threes. The Kings missed a couple free throws. And basically, the Hornets pulled off a miracle. It happened after midnight. And um, it was just a great win. It really shows like how different this team is this year. It really feels like a special season. Um, but Sam, why don't you give us our player of the week? So our player of the week this week is P.J. Washington, who had a career-high 42 points in the Miracle After Midnight. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Uh, before this game, his career-high actually came in his first game uh, ever. We had 27, and he made like seven threes. Um, but an interesting set, and he's definitely been a solid player this week. Uh, so we gave him the player of the week this week. Um, but on a side note, LaMelo Ball did win for the second month in a row uh, Eastern Conference Rookie of the Month. Uh, so congratulations, LaMelo. And uh, if you didn't see uh, on SNL, there was a segment um, about LaMelo Ball. So I definitely check that out if you haven't. Just type in LaMelo Ball SNL. It's pretty funny. And, um, you know, it really goes to show how relevant uh, the Hornets have been this year. Uh, but 
I will get us started with the top dogs. In the Eastern Conference, the 76ers hold the one seed, the Nets hold the two seed, the Bucks hold the three seed, and yes, clean out your ears, the New York Knicks currently hold the four seed in the Eastern Conference. That is correct. The New York Knicks, led by Julius Randle, currently hold the four seed. Sam, what is going on out west? So the Jazz are currently leading the West at 27-8. and eight. Then coming in at second is the Lakers at 24-11. and 11. Then the Clippers at 24-12. and 12. And then the Suns coming in at fourth at 22-11. and 11. And uh, Bradley Beal is still leading the NBA in points per game, averaging 33.2 points per game, including a 46-point outburst against the Celtics on Sunday. Sam, does Clint Capella still have that rebounding title? Yes, Clint Capella still leads the league with 14.1 rebounds per game. And James Harden still leads the league uh, with 11 assists per game. It's a big debate question. Uh, While the Hornets are only um, a couple games behind the New York Knicks, things are very tight in the Eastern Conference. You know, last week we were talking about the Pacers at the four seed, and now they're at the 10 seed. So things are a little crazy in the Middle Eastern Conference. But, Sam, you know, we're about the halfway point of the season. You know, the All-Star weekend is coming up next weekend. Do you see the Hornets making the playoffs uh, this year? Yeah, I think it's very possible just because of how terrible the Eastern Conference is. And the Hornets actually look pretty good. So if they can keep up the momentum that they have right now, I think that the the play that making the playoffs will be the last of their worries. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, just keeping up, you know, it's all about just getting wins, you know, keep piling on, you know, just try to think about the next game. Um, but in the coming weeks, uh, I would say six of our next eight games are definitely winnable. Uh, so we'll try to go on a little bit of a run here. Um, but in some other news, that's pretty exciting. In a couple of weeks, the Hornets will be allowing fans back at the spectrum center at, um, 20% capacity. So uh, maybe me and Sam will have to go to a game. Uh, but that is going to be it uh, for episode number 19 of Carter and Lowry. And uh, we'll see you next week for a little uh, ACC tournament preview. Uh, but uh, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of Carter and Lowry. Special thanks to our listeners and our producer, Buzzsprout.